Hi friend, my name is Melissa and I'm obsessed with cheering on other women in this thing called life. I'm a wife, mom of three, online nutrition and fitness coach, online course creator, and the owner of the Happy Party Co. The Happy Party Podcast isn't just any party. This is a happy party where you can come as you are and celebrate the big things and the not so big things that are going on in your life because all of the things matter. When you come to this happy party every Wednesday, we are going to help you see that you can succeed at those nutrition and fitness goals you've always wanted to accomplish. We will cheer you on as you go after those passions on your heart and strive to do what makes you happy in your profession. We are going to help you recognize that you can find happiness in the everyday, and we will hear from other women who are spreading happiness in all they do in this world. We want to help you honor the body God has given you physically so that you can overcome what life throws you mentally, so you can shine your light. Sound good? Okay, my friend, grab a cup of coffee, a jug of water, or a glass of Chardonnay, put on those party hats and yoga pants, grab a seat, and welcome to the party at the Happy Party Podcast. Hey, hey, friend. How are you? Welcome to this week's episode of the Happy Party Podcast, episode number three already. We are going to be talking about consistency and motivation. Consistency and motivation. It is hot topic in my groups and when I asked them, what do you struggle with the most? They said consistency and motivation. So here we are. Consistency builds credibility. Consistency builds credibility. All right. I want you to think of this. Your favorite restaurant. Go there in your mind. Be there in your mind. Think about it. Where is it? What does it smell like in there? What does the food taste like? What is the atmosphere like? Think about that. For our family, we have two favorites near us and then one favorite in Rhode Island that sometimes we'll drive an hour to go to. The ocean definitely helps lure us in, but that's what we do. We will get in the car and we'll go there, visit some family and friends on the way, but we go to this particular restaurant because we love it. All three of these establishments are consistently amazing. Their food is consistently delicious. Their service is consistently friendly and genuine. The environment is consistently clean. We are happy when we go to any of them. So what's my point? When it comes to our own health and fitness journeys, it is important to have consistency so that we too start to build credibility within ourselves. Yes. We need to build credibility within ourselves so that we can train ourselves to believe in ourselves. We're going to discuss goals next week, short-term, long-term goals, all of that stuff. But you first have to believe in you before you get the goals set. And so that's why we're going to do this episode first and then talk about goals next week. All right, sound good? All right, here we go. So When I talk about fitness and nutrition, I don't talk about it to try to entice you to lose weight. While that may be one of your goals for health purposes, it's not completely about the vanity part for me. It's about the health part, and the smaller genes are an added bonus. Listen, I know my hips and knees feel much better, like a million times better, when they're not carrying around an extra 10, 20, 30, or at one point it was an extra 70 pounds. 
Yes, losing weight is healthy, but the smaller genes and all of that kind of stuff were an added bonus. I want you to be healthy so that you can be your best and feel your best for yourself and for those around you. I want you to enjoy every vacation without hiding behind your kids in photographs. I see you, Mama. I know that feeling, and I also know that feeling of looking at those photos and wishing I hadn't been hiding. Listen, embrace where you are at right now, because you can show up as you are and still enjoy. Enjoy the journey of it all. Okay, I will talk about all that on a different episode. So back to today's topic, finding your motivation your why, if you will, and how do you find the consistency within that? All right, so do you or have you ever said any of these things? I fell off the wagon. I can't get motivated. I've tried before and failed. So those are some of the top things that I hear from women when it comes to their nutrition and fitness journey. They lose all hope in themselves and give up sometimes before they even get started. And I am on a mission to end that all or nothing mindset. What are the reasons for wanting to exercise and eat healthier? What are your reasons for wanting to exercise and eat healthier? Most people do it for external reasons like weight loss, looking good at the beach, knocking the socks off of an ex when you walk into that reunion. And those people work out less. Scientifically, the people that do it for external reasons alone are the people that are going to work out less. They're going to skip those workouts. They're not going to be motivated to do it. The external reasons don't psychologically stick as good enough reasons to stick to it. It's not going to get you off of the couch to be able to fit into smaller jeans alone, right? It's not going to get you off the couch and in the car to go to the gym or off the couch and out on the road to go for a run simply because you have a bathing suit that you want to fit in on the cruise. That's not a good enough reason. And psychologically, that's been proven. So you know that exercise is great, but is it a should oh, I should exercise, but my cat just got sick and I have to give him some cuddles or I should exercise right now, but I've had a long day and I deserve to sit and have this mega pint of red wine. Did you catch my Johnny Depp reference? I was obsessed with that trial, but I digress. So, or is it a want? Is it, I want to exercise because I know I'm going to feel better when I'm done. And when I stay consistent with it, I will feel better in the long term. You have to find the immediate benefits so that you want to exercise versus something that is a chore. You're not going to get to your goal after one, five, 10, or even 30 workouts sometimes but you will feel great after each workout. I promise you that you will feel way better than you did when, before you started the workout. You see that it's a mindset shift and that shift will make you, you guessed it, happier. The immediate results 
would include a better mental outlook, reduction in stress. You'll feel happier. You'll feel like you have more energy, which is always why when my clients come to me and tell me that they're too tired, I tell them, give it five minutes. After five minutes, you won't be tired. The long-term benefits of having consistency and showing up for yourself four to six days a week with exercise. And of course, proper nutrition is too much to even list. Like the benefits of all of those things together is like, it's too much for this podcast to list all of those benefits, but reducing the risk of cardiovascular disease is just one of those things. There are so many benefits. All right. So I want you to think about that the next time you don't want to do a workout. Um, Just think of the benefits of being consistent with it. All right. So like I said, I do tell them, give it five minutes and you'll be okay. So let's talk short-term benefits. What happens when you exercise? Your happy hormones start to release. For me, this takes about three minutes into a workout or after three miles of running. I, like I've said in my previous episodes, even though I have run a lot of half marathons and marathons and all that kind of stuff, I don't love to run. I do it because I can. Um, But for me, that happy hormone release doesn't really happen until after three miles of running, which I mean, a 5k is 3.1 miles. So by the time I'm done running a 5k, that's when the happiness kicks in. But that's also at the finish line. So I'm I'm happy at every finish line. But give yourself time to ease into it. And after you get into it, those happy hormones will start to release and you'll be perfect. Okay. So do you think of exercise as something you have to do? Something on your to-do list that if I get it done, it gets done. If not, that's fine. Or do you say, I hope to get it done? Hope is great in church, but hoping to get something done leaves that room for it not getting done and being a hundred percent okay with it. Like, for example, I have been putting off cleaning out our basement of all the toys that the kids no longer use and organizing that basement because it is just like a dumpster of toys that are no longer played with. And I keep writing it on my calendar and I'm like, oh, I hope to do that today. Fully knowing that if I don't get it done, I'm totally 100% okay with that. The same happens with our workouts. I have people and I have said it myself, oh, I hope to get that workout done today. But after a while, I had to start saying, no, hope is great in church, but not when in relation to your goals. So the next time you hear yourself say that, say, huh, I'm leaving room for it to not happen. And therefore I am not being consistent with my goal of getting it done. Or instead of a have to, is it I get to, I get to exercise today. I've talked about this before. There are days, girlfriend, where the last thing I want to do is exercise. If I focused on my wants, I would maybe work out two times a week, but I reframe my thinking to shoot. This is something I get to do. When I work out, I do it for me and my goals and mental health, but I also do it for those around me because I'm happier when I do it. And I do it for those that can't, like physically cannot, but would totally love to. 
And it's for me to also realize too, that my ability could be gone tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen with my MS. And I pray every day that God gives me the strength to make it through another day, semi-symptom-free. Most days I am symptom-free. Sometimes I'm not. Um, But I have that obligation to myself to move. I get to exercise. When you say, I get to exercise today, that gives you the power. All right? So I want you to think about that. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. And I know that you've heard that before. And we all have our stuff. And remember from a previous episode, I said that we are all on the same ocean, but in different boats. We all have our different stuff in those 24 hours. But are you making your health a priority? Are you breaking that 30 minute date with yourself because something else came up? Treat your exercise as a business meeting that can't be broken. The payout is huge when you don't break that appointment. It's huge both in the short term and the long term. Okay, well, that's all great. But what do I do now? Is that what you're asking? Set some short term goals and some long term ones. And like I said, we'll talk about that next week. But in the meantime, find something you enjoy doing. I used to work for a guy who said, If you enjoy coming to work three of the five days, you're winning. I would say the same is true for your exercise routine. If you grow to love it four of the five or six days, you're doing something right. Join a class, go for a jog, find something you like. Is it high intensity interval training? Is it running? Is it weightlifting? Is it dancing? Is it bar? Life is too short to hate the workouts you do. You need to enjoy it. I am also happy to help you find something that fits your needs. So never hesitate to reach out on Instagram and I will chat with you. But you need to enjoy it most of the time if you are ever going to stick with it. Find a friend to do it with and hold one another accountable. Find a community of people in it with you. That's a big part of my job that I love. Seeing these women connect over the internet and sometimes in person all on the same journey together. And like I mentioned before, I have big, big plans for this podcast community here on the Happy Party Podcast. I have plans for a retreat with a class on the beach, healthy dinners, speakers, and maybe that 5K together. All right. So just thinking about that really motivates me. And I hope that it motivates you too, because you could be there and it's going to be fabulous. But anyway, if you've never heard of Mel Robbins... Go watch her speech on the five-second rule. It's fantastic, and it works well for your kids, too. She also has a book. It's called The Five-Second Rule. Instead of counting two, three, like I used to count to my kids one, two, three, and then they'd still be standing there. But count backwards from five. It works so well, you guys. It also works for us as adults. The five second rule, the moment you have an instinct to act on a goal, exercise in this case, you must five, four, three, two, one it and physically move or your brain will stop you. That's what she says. Go listen to her speech because it truly is fascinating when our brains tell us five, four, three, two, one, your way to go for that run or press play on the next workout. 
She also says that motivation is garbage. And I believe that she's spot on. I don't have the motivation every day. Our brains are not designed to do things that are uncomfortable. They want to protect us. That's how we're created. We are going to have to do those difficult things and overcome the fact that our brain is telling us to be comfortable. Nothing great comes within the comfort zone. We are never going to feel like doing the hard things like that workout, for example. You've got to watch her speech. I'm telling you, go watch her speech on this. So I will link it in the show notes, actually, so that you can go and listen to it. But I'm telling you, my friend, you have it within you to overcome any of those excuses you tell yourself. I know you can do this. I want to mention, too, that you should take a PAR-Q test, which is a physical activity readiness questionnaire. Just go Google it and or speak with a physician prior to diving into a new exercise regimen. As a certified personal trainer, I always just like to mention that stuff so that you just don't go jumping into marathon training if you've never been exercising, okay? So make sure you're ready. And so, you know, I like to leave you with something to do this week, right? So I hope you did your stuff from last week. And this week, I would love for you to find a workout that you'll like doing. I would also love for you to write down how it feels when you're done doing that workout four days this week. That's my challenge to you. Focus on the feeling versus the number on the scale. Focus on the get to versus the have to. As a reminder, I have a link in the show notes so that you can join our Facebook community. This is a community of women rallying together to embrace fitness challenges, to become stronger than we already are. We are setting goals together and conquering them despite the challenges and having a party along the way by celebrating every success. We will do different fitness challenges, discuss the podcast episodes, and support one another. My goal is to help you become stronger in body and mind in 2022 and beyond. Thank you so much for being with me today. I would so love it if you shared this episode on your social stories and make sure you tag me so that I can thank you personally and enter you into our monthly drawing to receive a fun monthly themed gift. And I would be so happy if you subscribe to this podcast so you never miss a thing. And psst, leaving a five-star review is like leaving a tip in the tip jar at your favorite coffee shop. Not required, but certainly appreciated. Those five stars are the lifeblood of a podcast. It helps us reach more people and share the message. Until next week, my friend, be well, be kind, and find the happy in the everyday.